Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. So welcome to everyone that is watching through YouTube or also listening through the different platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, CastBox, TuneIn, uh, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, you name it, there's many platforms. So thank you very much for your time. Now, today I want to expand a little more on uh, yesterday's uh, big conversation, which was the Nintendo Switch, like the new revision of the Nintendo Switch, uh, a new addition to the Nintendo library that uh, some people are excited for. I think it, it, it comes at a good time for the industry, I would say. But also, uh, it's a disappointment for a lot of gamers, including myself, for many reasons that I want to talk about it today. Now, if you follow me on YouTube, uh, there is a link, and I have the link for everyone also on the, on the podcast, where you can watch the video where I do a reaction of the trailer that was released yesterday. Uh, when I watch the trailer, of course, live, but also um, I talk about it and my impressions and my first impressions of the, of the device. And of course, uh, after that, I went and did more, more research uh, last night and of course did more research this morning uh, to know more about it because of course there's a lot to talk about it. There's a lot of things that I think are great with this console, with this new revision, but also there's, and there's also a lot of bad things. And I want to point that out, uh, what I feel uh, is the good and the bad. So we're going to do a, 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 the takeaway of all of this. But uh, I went to the website, and I have the links for you as usual. I always have links, so you can actually go to the website and read more about it. And I went to, in this case, to the uh, Nintendo Switch website. Um, and as you can see, the uh, for those who are watching this, it is launching on September 20th, which is around the corner. It's The price is going to be $199.99, which is, a I would say, a very affordable price, very, uh, I would say, competitive, uh, around the same price of a 3DS, uh, which I think that's better, you know, it's a much better deal. Uh, with this, definitely the Nintendo is killing the 3DS. Uh, there's no competition. Parents are going to be buying this Christmas. They're going for the Nintendo Switch rather than going, you know, for the 3DS. No kid is going to want a 3DS. You know, I, I'm sure that a lot of the kids have already a 3DS. I have a couple of 3DSs myself, <laughs> and I'm not a kid. So I think this is the competition right here. Now, the only thing with this one is that this is only a dedicated uh, to handheld play. So this one doesn't do the TV mode. Uh, it's compact and lightweight. It's, it's smaller. Uh, it's a big, still a little bigger than the uh, the the PS the PS Vita, but it's smaller uh, than the original um, Nintendo Switch. It has the built-in controller, so the Joy Cons are not removable. Uh, it plays all the compatible games that do the, in this case the handheld mode, which is a big number. Some games don't. Uh, and it has uh, three colors for the time being. They have the basic yellow, which actually I didn't like at first, but it is growing on me. And actually, I started liking it more than the others, too. But they got the gray, which it's okay. The turquoise would actually, I, it was my favorite yesterday. But it, I think the yellow is kind of growing on me more than the turquoise. I think both colors are great. I like both. Uh, and, of course, you can still do the same functions as the original Nintendo Switch. You can still play the multiplayer gaming options, local wireless. You can do online play. It has the same features, the Nintendo eShop. You get the news. Uh, so you get everything. Uh, on the software side, you pretty much get the same, uh, the same things that you get with the original uh, Switch. The only difference is on this console now, on this handheld console um, uh, device, 
is that pretty much hardware stuff. And we're going to go in detail about this. But of course, you get more than 2,000 games. Of course, you access a big library and it's still growing. Super Mario Maker 2, you get Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. A lot of people are excited for that one. You get Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield that is coming out later uh, in this year. You can play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which everybody's playing. And of course, you can see the, the boxes, very small, very compact. They look a lot like any other boxes that they offer, like the same as the 3D versions and there's a, actually a special edition coming out a Nintendo Switch Lite Station and Sama Sinta edition that is coming out um, and which actually the colors are not bad it's coming out at the same time as Pokemon Shield and Sword uh, actually it kind of looks neat I like it so as you know with this Nintendo's gonna milk it like they always do they're gonna bring a lot of different variations and versions something that they always do and they're good at it uh, and down here on the website, you can see that the specs differences, although they don't give too much specs, but we're going to go in detail about that in just a second. Uh, they talk about, of course, the original Nintendo Switch, which is $299.99, which to me is a much better deal overall. Uh, it has a TV mode, the tabletop mode, it has the handheld mode. You had the Joy-Con controls, which are removable. You got the HD Rumble included. Um, they got the IR Motion Camera included. Now, with the light version, $100 less. So that means that you don't get the TV mode. You don't get the tabletop mode. You don't get the Joy-Con controllers, removable Joy-Con controllers. You don't get the Rumble. You don't get the Motion Camera. Which, you know, for a $100 difference, you know, not everybody cares about Rumble. You know, many, I, 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 in many games that I play, I take the Rumble out. Uh, yeah, it's some games are good to have the rumble, you know, like, you know, I remember from the, the Nintendo 64 era, rumble was kind of neat and one says for certain games, um, like, you know, like Mario Kart, perhaps is good there. It's kind of fun to have the rumble, but sometimes, you know, it's better just to, you know, pretty much, um, disable the function. So yeah, some people might be happy. They, they don't care. I wouldn't say that I care too much about the rumble. Uh, the motion camera, it's all right. I would say I don't really play that many games with that, but I know some games do and people are dissatisfied with that. Um, the Joy-Con controls removable. I can say that part of me is happy because uh, the Joy-Cons were a bit, they're kind of loose a bit. They're kind of like shaky. So now it's going to be a more solid console, a more solid device. So it's firmer and definitely it's going to be better, I would say, for people that are prone to accidents, which I'm not. But, you know, some people are and a lot of children, children primarily, you know, they throw everything so they can break. E these things can break easily. Uh, so um, definitely I think that's going to be. Pretty much, I think the children is a target audience. Now, I went to this other website, and again, I'm going to have the links for you down in the description, uh, CNET.com, and they have the, the opportunity to actually play with a device, and they give us a little more information on the specs. Now, uh, they're showing, of course, that as we knew from the original uh, uh, trailer, but also from uh, Nintendo's website, that it's going to be a smaller version of the original switch now the screen size is going to be 5.5 inches which means that it's uh, the original is 6.2 so it's going to be a bit smaller in comparison but not that much now it's 720p uh, the resolution which is the same as the original now uh, in my experience when you're looking at the same resolution because now that you have a smaller screen uh, you know in this case screens the pixels are higher the pixel count so that might mean that it may look better at you know a bit brighter perhaps not as bright i would say but better and the contrast in comparison but it's just you know it depends you know it, you know it's just um you know personal opinion some people might not see the difference but it also ditches the tv connectivity with um you know the usb-c which is the, i would say the biggest bomber 
uh, on the whole thing. It has the same internal features in the same that you have a 32 gigabyte of storage, which is the same as the other one. You got a micro SD card slot, which is good. You get the same volume button layout. You get a headphone jack. Uh, the USB-C for charging, it comes with the same charger that comes with the switch. So the USB-C is only going to work in this case, of course, for the charging part. Now, the touchscreen has the same resolution, uh, but it's smaller. Again, it's 5.5 inches versus a 6.2. Uh, it still has the Wi-Fi, NFC, and can connect to extra controllers. Uh, you know, I don't know who's one to do it when you only have a handheld device. Uh, and it should also have better battery life. Um, it's roughly, according to this, 20 to 30% more. Uh, I was looking at some websites. People are saying that it's going to be around, what, 30 more minutes, depending on the game. Uh, the Switch Lite uses a more efficient processor, which is good, that enables smaller heat vents on top of the system. Sadly, like the original Switch, it won't connect with Bluetooth audio headsets. Uh, that's a bummer uh, because people have been asking for this uh, functionality for quite a while. But um, the heat vents is good. You know, it's smaller, so it produces less heat, which is good because that was causing a lot of problems with the original Switch with because of the heat and uh, uh, the how they how you know they get so hot so quickly. Of course, they can bend. You know, and that was you know you get a lot of situations where they were bending. But I think this is going to reduce that. It's sturdier. Everything is one single package. So it's definitely, it's one of those that is going to be great for kids um, because definitely can take more of use. Now, another aspect that I like is the fact that they added the uh, through D-pad on the left side. Uh, so they're replacing the set of four buttons on the Switch Joy-Con. Uh, you know, they have the same functions. I never liked those uh, buttons. Definitely, they're not as comfortable as a D-pad. And if there's something Nintendo does is D-pads. You know, for years, they have the patent and they have it down pat so good that they're, they're definitely their D-pad is the best in the industry. The fact that they are now doing it, it's good. Now, the website also mentions that when they talked to the president of Nintendo America, Mr. Bowser, uh, he mentioned that they, they're not bringing the D-pad to future Joy-Cons, which is a big bummer. Uh, they have no plans to do it. Uh, and, and that is a bummer because to me, I think that they could have simply done it by creating a different Joy-Con, perhaps a, an extra one that people can purchase for their own good use instead of you trying to do it on your own or maybe get a third party function. I feel that that was a, it's a bad decision from Nintendo. But oh, oh again, they, they're trying to, they take some stuff out from one console give it to the other one so that way it forces people to buy multiple ones it's just part of it's a it's a business tactic that has been used for many years not only by nintendo but by everyone now there are compromises and again the one that is the most I would the biggest compromise here is the fact that you cannot do video output. Uh, the USB-C port won't work with the Switch dock. And that means it can't double as a TV connected console, which is, I would say, the biggest appeal or perhaps um, I would say half the appeal of the Switch. Um, so you technically are only able to play on that small screen. And this screen also lacks the auto brightness sensor. So. I don't know. It just I feel that this is going to it is good and definitely bad because the truth of the matter is that when you like the switch, you know, you you the, the the appeal of the switch is the fact that it can switch. You can change from one to the other thing, you know, from TV mode to console. You can take it on the go, but you can also dock it to your TV, connect to your TV and then you can watch it. Now, you take that away, that definitely it's like you only have half the product and still the price $200, you know, like you're still getting a fancier 3DS. That's all you're getting. Of course, with the same functions of a Nintendo uh, switch, but not necessarily as appealing in that sense. Now, it is clear that Nintendo um, 
it is pushing for this, and I would say in a smart way, but not necessarily in the best way possible for gamers overall. Um, Nintendo's always been known for being a company that kind of walks in it, uh, on its own beat. You know, they follow their own path. They follow their own drummer. They walk to their own drummer. They do whatever they need to do in order to 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 make, you know, the money. And, and they do it. You know, one thing that you can say about Nintendo is that they're very successful. They've always been successful by not copying what others do, but by doing their own thing. And they're good at that. They're definitely good at doing their own thing. Um, they're not walking on the same path of, I would say, uh, Sony or Xbox, which they are the biggest uh, competitors in the market. Recently, I was watching some videos on YouTube where some popular YouTubers are saying that Nintendo has won the console wars. So to me, it's like, okay, I understand that appreciate that 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 you know that perspective. But what are the numbers? I want to know the numbers because I'm a numbers guy. I need the numbers. I need not just, uh, uh, you know, an opinion piece. I need to know the facts. So I went to this website and I was looking around the numbers and I found this website where they're presenting, of course, the last quarterly uh, gains and the reports of sales. And this is what's done in March, which was the last quarter. Uh, but it shows a big picture of worldwide picture of, you know, the sales for consoles and who is winning this uh, console war. So I was looking at the PS4 and the PS4, according to these numbers, of course, the numbers have changed since March. Uh, but as the last report, it was uh, almost 95 million consoles worldwide, which is huge. It's a great number. Uh, the PS4 has been a fantastic uh, experience for Sony. It's been a great success. They really turn around from the PS3 era, which they end up at the top and the end. You know, although the Xbox 360 was the winner of last console war. Um, but definitely they have turned things around and they are at the top. They're the kings at the top. The king of the heels. Um, now, the Xbox is followed uh, with over 42 million units worldwide, which is good. Now, the Switch, according to this report, it's almost 33 million. So people are estimating that right now it's over 35 million. Now, as you know, this is a numbers game. Every business is a numbers game. In order to stay in on track or in the competition, you have to produce. You have to sell more than the competition. And um, with this new approach of Nintendo, is trying to kill the Xbox in sales. Now, as we know, Xbox is really looking at the future. And uh, they're more cons concerned right now into investing. That's why they did on E3 and really investing in the future. And everything that was on E3 wasn't necessarily just the stuff that they are selling through the Xbox, but everything was the Project Scarlet. Everything is towards what they're planning to do next year because they want to win next year. They don't want to be the underdogs. They don't want to be in the middle of the race. They want to be at the top of the race and win over PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation 5. So, you know, you know, Nintendo, it's always, as we know, Nintendo has always been known for walking on its own beat they always follow their own drummer they do their own thing and nintendo wants to at least put themselves in a much better positioning by really killing at least the xbox because right now at this point they're not going to catch up with playstation they cannot catch up so they're going to go on the biggest market that they have and where they are the 
pretty much the king of the hills, which is the handheld mode, the handheld devices. You know, now that the 3DS is obsolete and people are moving from the DS because definitely, I, I have a couple of 3DS, I love the 3DS, but you know, they're not, the, the resolution, you know, it's a bit more, you know, the, the quality of the videos, uh, the games are not as great in resolution in comparison now when you compare them to the Switch. So people are moving from that, you know, and of course they, 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 the sales have been declining. But they still at the top, you know, because there's nobody else to compete with. But now with this, they want to cover that market, but also bring that market, the handheld market, into the Switch market. So that means they want to combine all of that so they can do it. And you know what? Uh, Business-wise, it's a smart decision. They're going to make it. They're going to make some money out of this. Um, it is very, it's easy to see, and I would say the, the, I would say the, the handwriting is on the wall. You can see that Nintendo is really pushing for, you know, to take that second spot at least so they can position themselves better uh, for the next console war. Now, the takeaway of all of this, and what I want to share with this, and the title of this, it's uh, Nintendo pulling your leg. Um, I think Nintendo's pulling everyone's leg. Um, and the fact is that although I'm happy for this device in the sense that it's going to reach a certain market, which is good, which I'm very glad that it's reaching that market. It doesn't mean necessarily that it's going to be the best thing ever. It is not. You know, it's just simple as that. Um, it, it might be better for some uh, in the sense of what it, it really entails uh, or what really brings to the table. Um, but necessarily for everyone, you know, this is the thing we were as many gamers, you know, pro gamers, the people that have been gamer famous for years, the biggest supporters of Nintendo. Um, they want something that was bigger, better in the sense that you can have up to 1080p or even 4k, which is almost impossible, you know, with the technology, but at least at least 1080p resolution in handheld mode, something that can compete with the 4k screens of the world, something that is more powerful that they can play because, you know, some games are compromises when you bring a game where you port a game from the PS4 to the Xbox 360 to the Switch. There are compromises, technical compromises. So that makes the other ones more appealing. The only appeal you still get with this one is the fact that you can play in handheld mode. Now you only have the handheld mode, but you want a system that plays everything. The, the biggest appeal of the Switch has always been the fact that it can switch. You can use some different ways. It's a hybrid. It's a low cost hybrid that you can use for all kinds of things. You don't have to have multiple consoles. So you, if you only need one, if you only have the money that you know to buy one you know you can stick with the nintendo and you're still playing now the same games that you're playing on the ps4 but people wanted something more powerful you know and, and that will be you know in this case catering to that market the market that has been supporting nintendo for many years now nintendo does what nintendo does and what nobody else does you know nintendo always does the things that they 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 feel more comforting doing and this is historical you know nintendo always from the moments of the nes the super nes you know through all this and i've been a fan of nintendo from the nes era i've been playing nintendo s i even the you know all the stuff back then the 3d stuff all the stuff everything i've been a fan of that i have pretty much almost everything that nintendo has offered um but the thing is this um 
they have always done the same thing and it's all about maintaining the same status quo maintaining their own perspective following their own thing and they always go back to what feels comfortable to them they don't break the box they don't change the the, the outcome you know it seems that they're going in that direction because the thing is this nintendo has the potential right now yeah to really kill the competition at least this year with a pro version they could have done a lot more with that but they decide to go where it's more comfortable and it's easy pretty much sailing for them which is just going into the bigger audience and i think that's the biggest problem that the, the nintendo has always had as well it's a plus but also it's a big negative negative because as you can see with the, the in this case the wii the wii was a fantastic game i still have a wii you know i played that wii and i love the wii but the Wii, they, 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 at the end of the lifespan of the Wii, instead of looking at the future, they were looking at how to maintain the same market and how bring more people, people that are not necessarily gamers, the pro gamers, uh, the people that are more invested into gaming. They want everyone into the picture. And that's what, you know, they did. And they, you know, they expanded. They live longer. They, they stay with the Wii for, for a long time while, you know, then the PS3 came, the Xbox 360 came, and they pretty much took over. So then when the Wii, decided to uh, come with the Wii U, it was really an uphill battle and they couldn't win. And I love the Wii U. I love the Wii U. It's a much better version than the Wii. Um, but, you know, honestly, it was just an upgrade in many ways. Not necessarily, uh, you know, it was not a downgrade. It was an upgrade. But it was competing against the tide. It was competing against the forces in the market. And you know what? The companies now are setting themselves for the future. You know, Xbox already doing it. Uh, PlayStation is doing it. So what they're doing again is just simply playing the same old tricks. You know, they're playing the same. Let's just kind of downgrade this, reduce some of the costs. Of course, now with all the tariff stuff happening with China, all of that is reducing the cost so they can produce more and they can almost sell it for almost the same price so they don't lose much. And, of course, they want to hit that market. And they try to present that as, oh, we're trying to be family-friendly. We want this for the kids. We want this for that. But they are ostracizing. They are pretty much putting aside the gamers or the pro gamers that actually are looking for something more powerful. So when you start doing that, well, you start that, you know, pretty much going into the more broader room, you know, because, you know, you're getting greedy about it, then definitely you are having a problem. Now, a lot of people are going to say, oh, this is a great addition. And you know what? I'm okay with that. People say, well, you know, I, I prefer this system. I play in handheld mode, you know, which is good. You know, I you know, that's one of the greatest features that the Switch has. But uh, also the ability to play in dock mode is another big factor. And, uh... Now that you take that away, you only have the handheld. It's going to be great. It's going to be a fantastic gift in Christmas for the children. But it's going to end up the same as the Nintendo Switch, uh, Nintendo Wii, and, and even the Wii U. It's just something that people buy, another 3DS model, but uh, that's all it is, you know. And nothing more, nothing less. And uh, I feel that this is the part where... You know, uh, Nintendo is not really listening to the fans. It's just doing what they, it feels more comfortable for them to do from a business standpoint and from their own culture, their personal culture as a company. Um, so I feel that this, it is, it is, there's a lot to be desired. I know that Nintendo's gonna sell, and probably with this sales for the smaller version, they're gonna put it all together into one single package and they're gonna say, well, we, we outsold, you know, the Xbox, and they probably will. Uh, they're really close to do it. Uh, but the expert is already investing in the future. And this is the part where I feel that separates some companies from others. Some companies are investing in the future. Sometimes the future needs investment. You need to put 
the money towards that uh, rather than just living on the glories of the past. You know, don't just simply bank and get comfortable in your actual glory on today's glory. You're going to have to think about, you know, outside the box and think, how can we get better? And, and, you know, in this case, they are doing it. You know, they are doing it. You know, Xbox is doing it. They're thinking about, you know, the cloud-based stuff. They're thinking about how they are going to be able. And right now, at this point, Xbox is not fighting with PlayStation anymore. They play, you know, fighting with, with Google Stadia. They're fighting with all this different markets that are coming in the future. And even PlayStation notes that the cloud-based games are the future. So they have to work in that direction while Nintendo is still, you know, coming with new colors for their consoles, a new variation that takes this away and take that away and nothing major. So you're only getting hardware, but you're not getting really the software or you're not getting the, the games that and at the end are necessary. Yes, you can say, well, Nintendo has great IPs and it does, you know, they have great, you know, games, but you know, can they really compete for the future? They were suffering with the Wii U no long ago. Now that they came ahead, you know, now they are doing better. They can do more to kill the competition. They just stick with, you know, giving you another different version of the same thing, you know, with less power, because it has less power. Let's face it. Yeah, it has the same functions inside, but has less stuff on the outside, on the hardware part, and it gives less function. So, and $200 is still a, you know, steep price, I would say, for something that, you know, is taking a lot of things out. So, but that's just my opinion, of course, you know, I, you know, I'm happy if you're happy, if you're glad with it and you're going to support it. By all means, I'm not saying here, don't buy it. I think it's an option. You know, I think it's a great option if you have small kids. Uh, but, you know, the more seasoned gamers like myself don't see the value for us, you know, for me as a person playing with games, I don't have a small kids anymore, so I'm not going to buy it. You know, it doesn't. Maybe I'll buy it for my nephew because, you know, he needs one. But other than that, that's it. You know, it's not going to be the biggest, the biggest thing in the world for me as a gamer. I'm still going to stick with what I know, which is the PS4, which is the one I love the most. So what do you think? Let me know in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening through the podcast, uh, through iTunes, Teacher, and all the different platforms. You can follow me or you can go to my uh, Facebook page, JP Cyber Reviews, and you can leave your comments there or you can do it through Twitter. I'll have all the links for you. So once again, God bless. Take care, my friends, and I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.